You're listening to Nonprofit Unplugged with your host, the number one nonprofit lady, Shakira Relaford. This show teaches you how to start and grow your nonprofit with ease. Simply put, this is Nonprofit Made Easy. Profit Unplugged. Today's episode is going to be all about what is a nonprofit. And it is a key fundamental question because you're going to learn more specifically the fundamental understanding of what distinguishes a nonprofit from a for profit organization, the distinct types of nonprofits, and how they are organized and other program-related information unique to nonprofits, including the true meaning behind a 501c3 tax-exempt status. You are here because you want to learn more about nonprofit work, and that is the most heartfelt, amazing thing that you can feel right now, okay? You might be new to the workforce. Perhaps you may have been involved in a nonprofit in the past, or currently, you might serve as a board member or a volunteer. You may have been inspired to change roles within that component. So let's say you may be a board member and you're ready to move on to an executive director, or you may be a volunteer and you have a burning desire to help and serve your community and you wanna know how to get started. You are ready to change sectors altogether, meaning you're ready to leave your nine to five, establish more time freedom, and do what you love to do. And regardless of what your reason is, this episode is the perfect place to start, okay? If you're ready, I'm ready. All right, let's get right into it. Nonprofit organizations play a vital role in building and strengthening the social and economic well-being of our communities by providing critical services and resources to help meet the needs of the people in your community, more specifically, okay? It is truly the people behind the mission of a nonprofit who make the organization's day-to-day run day-to-day, okay? Nonprofit organizations are a third of the largest workforce in the United States, accounting for, catch this, approximately 11 million jobs nationwide. That's a lot of jobs, guys. Nonprofit professionals dedicate their lives to serving other people. You have to have a heart and a passion to serve the community in order to stay in the nonprofit world sector, I should say. Okay, working a nonprofit can provide you with the opportunities to assume various roles, as well as work with a diverse group of stakeholders. We will get into who stakeholders are at a later time, but just know that you are building a web of network and a community of thriving resources for the people you want to serve, for the population you are aiming to serve. And that's that's just, ah, it doesn't even compare, right? So give yourself a pat on the back. Be proud of the passion that's inside of you. It doesn't make you crazy. It makes you one 
hell of an individual, to be honest, to be able to go beyond yourself and serve the people you care the most. Okay, so let's answer the question. The big question of today's episode is, what is a nonprofit, Shakira? Please. You might be wondering exactly what is a nonprofit. And I'm going to just say quite simply, it's a tax-exempt organization that operates, write that down, solely to provide a benefit to the public. The key thing to remember about a nonprofit is that nonprofits don't net and distribute a profit, quote unquote, they are not operating for financial gain. Oh, that's, isn't that awesome? Okay. While a nonprofit can retain money in a budget, they use all of their revenue and their funds for operating the business, the organization itself, and programs only. Okay. That's what we mean by a nonprofit does not net. Okay. It doesn't necessarily um, pocket their money for personal gain. All of the revenue has to be recycled back into the day-to-day operations and the programs that you are establishing. Okay. So keep that in mind. That's going to lead you into the tax exempt status of a 501c3. When most people think about a nonprofit, they think about a large household name, okay? Brands like Goodwill and Make a Wish, for an example. Uh, even the American Red Cross is another nonprofit, okay? Those are household names. They are serving, okay, for the day-to-day operations and the and the audience, the people that they want to serve. But those are not the only nonprofits. Just like any other small business, a nonprofit is a small business. And a nonprofit can be considered a large corporation, just like Hershey. Milton Hershey established a nonprofit. He never was married, I don't believe, or had children. I know he didn't have any children when he passed, so he didn't leave a, he didn't have a legacy in essence to leave his fortunes to. So he established a nonprofit before he died, which is an orphanage. And literally the nonprofit to this day is one of the top largest nonprofits that's still operating. And it is amazing because all of the revenue was able to stay in house and be used for the children of that orphanage. And because of that majority of those kids who are not fostered or adopted do face out of the orphanage are able to, get jobs, start their own businesses, and they can buy into shares, you know, as far as like stocks, you know, and and become financially independent, okay? That's what the nonprofit has done, the Hershey nonprofit has done for those specific children. Now, I want you to think about what your mission and your nonprofit is going to do for the people you serve. Can you imagine how your services and your programs are going to inspire the next generation or even this current generation to get them off 
off their feet, get them out of poverty, get them into transitional living, excuse me. Just think about the power of you being the problem solver with having a nonprofit. It's going to do for your community. Many nonprofits have operating budgets of less than $1 million. There are a handful. There's a small percentage that have more than that. But for the most part, majority are going to run, as far as their budget, it's going to be less than a million dollars, which is going to be key for the next phase of this episode, which is the 501c3 requirements. Okay, so the 501c3 is a tax-exempt status, okay, with the United States Internal Revenue, the IRS, (laughs) okay, In order to be recognized as a 501c3, you must operate your nonprofit as as in you, right? Okay. So your nonprofit must operate exclusively for exempt purposes that is set forth in the section 501c3. They do give you a list of options when you go to the IRS website, which is irs.gov go to or search for 501c3 requirements, they will give you an extensive list of what qualifies you. And I'll give you a brief list that you can jot down here in a few. But none of your earnings, based on your list for your requirements of the status, none of the earnings, okay, can be private. So you can't, they're not, none of the earnings are for any private shareholder or individual, Okay, so you can't like take the money and pocket it like you can with the LLC. For an example, last year I had an LLC and I was using all the money that I had made was literally going to a separate bank account, of course, not my personal, but I used that for my own, for whatever. I used it for vacations. I went on a couple vacations. I used it for my daughter's soccer. Like everything that I had made from that LLC, I used for whatever I needed to use it for. Okay. I didn't reinvest it back into my business all the time, I should say. Now, the difference from that is I also have a nonprofit, okay, that, that has been up and running for a while none of that money I take or withdraw from none of it. Okay. It solely is used for programming. And, uh, more recently, cause we are, exp- we are expanding. We, as in me and my board members, we are expanding our, my not the nonprofit. And so we are adding more expenditures and using the money that we are making to cover those expenses. I don't get a salary. I can, if you want to gain any private quote unquote earnings from your nonprofit, you have to be a salaried or hourly employee through your nonprofit, but you cannot take that money and claim it as your own because it doesn't belong to you. Ah, isn't that fun? <laughs> All right. So remember that. Okay. That's the biggest thing that you need to remember right now when it comes to understanding your nonprofit, that none of the money you make is for you. It goes back into the day-to-day operations of the organization and it is to support other programming and services that you are giving or providing 
through your organization. Can you take a salary from it? Quick answer is yes. Okay, you can put yourself on payroll and withdraw salary. You can have salary positions, okay, within your nonprofit. But just remember that money is not yours to spend for yourself. <laughs> All right, unless you are getting a W-2, no, a W-4. Well, unless you're an employee, okay? Help me out, y'all. It's been a long day. Okay. So to be considered a 501c3, you also must serve, you as in your organization, must serve one of the purposes that's going to be listed on the website, irs.gov. And actually, there's 29 different types of organizational uh, tax-exempt statuses, okay? Uh, just know the list includes purposes such as charitable, educational, scientific, literary, religious, testing for public safety, fostering of national and international sports, and prevention of cruelty to animals and children. Those are the primary categories. There are within that different extensions on um, what exactly that means and how you can qualify more specifically. Okay. So those are some of the uh, options that's on the list there. So that is good to know. Okay. Um, political involvement. Put an asterisk if you could, if you're jotting down notes. Put an asterisk right here in your notes. If you're listening to this in the car or in the shower or even driving, you know, or, you know, in the gym, um, I, I want you to take mental note of this, this, ast this asterisk moment, okay? Asterisk moment. Political involvement. There are firm rules. When I say firm, I'm talking like, like shackles to your wrists and ankles firm. Very strict rules concerning political advocacy and lobbying when it comes to your nonprofit. Okay. Nonprofits cannot, and I repeat, cannot donate directly to any political candidate's campaign fund or campaign of any political candidate, period. Okay, our law, our U.S. government does not allow you to do that. But what it does allow, okay, our law does allow nonprofits to support specific legislation as well as lobby and advocate for their cause if and only if the lobbying and advocacy does not constitute a major part of the nonprofit's programs and activities. Okay. I want you to, it is important that you are made aware of this. I have run into this personally from my personal experience, not me personally, but with my clients, some of my clients, um, I have seen nonprofits get shut down or get in serious trouble. <laughs> okay, for campaigning or supporting certain candidates' campaigns within the recent elections. 
Okay, you cannot do that. When I say the government has eyes on us, they have they have a lot of like spider eyes, okay, on us. They know what we're doing and what we're not doing, okay? Don't get yourself in trouble for something like this. Remember, as long as your nonprofit is lobbying and advocating for a specific cause that does not constitute as part of a major program or activity within your nonprofit, you are safe. But you are not to put any funds or any part of your revenue or net into a political candidate or any candidate C or any campaign, anything political. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to stress that because I've seen it happen. And for some collaborators, that have worked with in the past, it is happening and it's not pretty. It's not worth it either. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Okay, let's move forward to the three main 501c3 categories. I want you to take a moment to jot this down or make a mental note, okay? There's three main categories of a 501c3 tax-exempt status, which is amazing, okay? There's some options, but the three main categories gives you very distinct roles of where you can fit in, okay? Where your organization can fit in. Um, You have first public charities, okay? This is sometimes called charitable organizations. They are the most common 501c3. And most people think of when they hear the term literally nonprofit. Okay. If you say nonprofit, people automatically assume it's charity work, which isn't always wrong, but that's the first thing that people are going to jump to. Okay. Without realizing they don't even know that there's two different other main categories. So again, This is how you are going to be set up above the rest, above your peers, because you're going to know that there's three main categories and you're going to have a great understanding of how they operate. Okay. So public charities, let's get back. (laughs) All right. So public charities, these organizations receive financial support from the public. Okay. And they also receive financial support from individual donors. They also get this receive support from the government and they can receive support from private foundations. That's amazing. Okay. In fact, they are required as a public charity. They are required to obtain a third of their donated revenue from public support. Okay. That's what gives you the independence in the wiggle room within your nonprofit organization. Hence the tax exemption. (laughs) Okay. So public charities are governed by a board of directors and they must follow a strict set of guidelines in compliance to the bylaws. Okay. We will get into all of that. The bylaws I know is a scary subject for a lot of nonprofit owners and directors. And you're going to 
get through that with total ease, okay? Let's stay on, let's stay the course right now. I just wanted to give you the information right now. So you're prepared. All right. The second main category of a 501c3 is, not a pro, excuse me, private non-operating foundations. Okay. Private non-operating foundations do not have any active programs whatsoever. Okay. What they do instead is they provide grant funding to other nonprofits that deliver programs. Okay. There are a lot out there, guys. We're going to have a future episode about how to find the private non-operating foundations that are out there. And they're literally, the more of them are in your face than they are behind the scenes. And sometimes we overlook them because of the lack of confidence of maybe not being able to obtain the funding. Again, I'll get into all that later, but I just want you to be aware that they do exist. They are designed to literally give away grant funding and grant money to any organization that has a specific program or want to establish specific programs within the organization. Okay. Private foundations are funded by an individual family or an individual person or a small group of donors with their own money. Okay. Their own money, their investors. All right. A family foundation is a more specific example or a more common thing people think about when they think a uh, private foundation. Okay. And the third main 501c3 category is a private operating foundation. Okay. So let's, let's break down the difference. Number two was a private non-operating foundation. And number three is a private operating foundation. Okay. Shakira, what's the difference? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Here we go. So the difference is that while a private operating foundation can make some financial investments in other nonprofits, they must run their own programs using their own staff and resources. Okay. Non-operating foundation doesn't have that. It's just solely money coming from individuals or families or a group of supporters. Whereas private operating must have their own programming. They do lend out money, not lend, but invest in other nonprofits, but they also have their own separate programs too. It's almost like one organization helping another organization and they kind of collaborate and become partnerships. I actually have one now. I'm in a partnership now um, with a program through my nonprofit. And it's, it's, it is a fun and it's a win-win for both organizations. Okay, everyone gets a piece of the pie. That's how I look at it. And let's recap. <laughs> okay, so today you learned what a nonprofit is, which is basically it does not pay U.S. federal income taxes. Okay, it exists solely to help the people, the public. Okay, and it does not operate for financial gain and all the revenue and funds operate the programs and the operations of the organization. Okay. You also learned what 
qualifies you in the 501c3 nonprofit tax exempt status, sorry, <laughs> with the IRS. Okay. And then you learn the three main categories of the 501c3 tax exempt status. The information in today's episode has already set you light years ahead of the game. And I am so glad you are making the commitment to serve your community with love and education and gratitude, of course. All right, that's all I have for you. I'm so excited for you. I will catch you on the next episode. See you on the top. You've been listening to Nonprofit Unplugged. Please rate and comment this show for more amazing content. 